What's up, everybody? I'm Scott Picard. Alongside me is my unbelievably good-looking co-host, Alec Byersdorf. And welcome to the first ever episode of our new podcast, Taylor Fade Podcast, presented by the Vookie app. The Vookie app is the ultimate sports app for everyone. Vookie has you covered from all angles of sports content with your daily sports news, podcast shows, quick sports clips, education on sports betting, and a risk-free sports betting feature where you can win raffle prizes such as everyday items, electronics, gift cards, and even trips. Vookie is available for download absolutely free in the App Store today. So make sure to check it out and let it become a part of your daily routine because fortunately, we get sports every single day. Go ahead and download Vookie today, make an account, and enjoy everything that is the sports world. Vookie, action for all. Alec, I'm excited, man, because for our first ever podcast with the new name, Tell or Fade, we are doing our 2021 college football bowl game preview. We're breaking down every single game. There's 42 games today. We're breaking down every single one. We're going to give our picks, our thoughts. For your seasoned sports bettors out there, spreads change. And at the time of taping, we are just about a week out from the first two games kicking off between Middle Tennessee State and Toledo, Coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois. We will be updating on any line movements or trends we are seeing on our Instagram. So make sure to give us a follow at Taylor Fade Podcast. That is tail or fade pod, T-A-I-L-O-R-F-A-D-E-P-O-D, especially the day of the games, since that's when the money generally pours in. So let's get into it. Scott, I love the bowl season because everything these college football teams have been doing for the last, I mean, really since the end of July, beginning of August, is out the window. It's a completely new routine. We have teams flying out to these destinations for week-long really event. Nothing is like what they've done. Some of them have weeks, even up to a month off between games to get healthy and then to throw a wrench into things. There's the coaching carousel. The transfer portal is running wild. And not to mention there's individuals that are sitting out the bowl game, getting ready for the NFL draft. But Let's not forget the the incredible moments that it does bring the seniors giving them their last hurrah playing and leaving everything out on the field. I absolutely love it. It's perfect. Goes just in time with, with the holiday season, Christmas, the new years. And there's nothing better than a Monday morning football game at 11 and 11 o'clock and, and being able to turn on the TV and, and just seeing two, two teams I haven't watched all year go at it for one last hurrah. Yeah. And, and with betting and giving these lines out so early, it's awesome and it's great. I'm getting me excited for all these, especially games next week, the first games. But a lot of these play, like we don't know who's playing, who's transferring, who's yeah. under a portal. There's already people going. You know, some people have said they're playing, but who knows? Come game time, we we won't know. So the lines could drastically change. I, the best part about these bowl games, I think, is you get these teams that get to play in a bowl game. You get to go to like the Hawaii Bowl, the Bahamas Bowl, all these great ones. But then you got the guys that are the teams that are going to like Boise state. Oh. And I remember my, one of my buddies, dad coached college football and like two years in a row, they went to, went to the Hawaii bowl, nice weather, third year, Boise state, oh. freezing cold, 22 degrees. It's just crazy. totally different. It's just <laughs> such a different experience. And obviously the players, you know, they go out there and they have the events and there's, and it's really, it's, it's just different because typically a, a college team would fly in Friday night 
or Friday late afternoon. They'd get there. They do probably a walk through Friday night, maybe a walk through Saturday morning, depending when their game is play the game. And then they are on a charter flight within probably two hours of the game ending. And so it's just a completely different experience. I think it's a reward at the end of the day for the players. They get to actually enjoy a little bit of, of, of you know, the fruits of their labor. Um, but really, Hey, let's get into it. Uh, we're, we're about a week away. Uh, the first games are Friday, December 17th. And, and it starts off the, I believe the only game not located in the United States, but it's the Bahamas bowl, uh, featuring middle Tennessee state, as well as Toledo. And let's get, let's get into yeah, it. Toledo minus 10 over under 52. Like you said, the only game not played in the United States. Here's a little breakdown that this is weather pending my bet. 1000% weather pending because there could be 50 mile an hour winds yes, down there. It's notoriously the Bahama Bulls as windy as has ever. So that being said, Toledo, both quarterbacks on both teams don't turn the ball over that much. Toledo has a substantially better running game. Middle Tennessee State wants to throw the ball a lot more than run it. If there's 30, 40 mile an hour wins. I like Toledo minus 10 in this game. And I like the under that being said, it, if it somehow is not it, this stadium is built where it's very windy. It, it's just how it comes in. I believe it's also like a, a track. Yeah. It's a stadium. It's always windy. I just know always, it, always minimum, windy. minimum the last few 20 mile an hour wins minimum, which might not be the worst, but I think how it's designed, they were saying it, it's a wind tunnel. And if you're middle Tennessee saying you want to throw the ball and you're not you really want to run the ball, and Toledo has the best running back in the game. I like Toledo minus 10 and I like the under. Yeah. And I do like that. However, let's just say it's not that windy. Let's say it's 10 miles an hour. It's just a gentle breeze. Call it what you want. Um, I think honestly, with the over under being at 52, I almost like the over there, but again, this is weather pending. If it's windy, 100% Toledo is going to run the ball. They're going to do it effectively like Toledo minus 10. Uh, However, if it's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I said this, if it is a nice day and it's not windy and I find out the day of or the day before, give me in a bowl game, if I don't have a play, if I don't know which team I like, just give me the team with the points yeah. in bowl games. It's kind of, I just like the team with the points. Give me the team with the points. You know, these teams haven't played each other. You know, they're different conferences. You don't, they don't really know each other. So just give me the team with the points is kind of how I look at it, but it's pending that 20 mile an hour wins yeah. is, is kind of my... Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, heading into the second game of the day, uh, heading to Orlando, Florida, we get Coastal Carolina versus the MAC champions, Northern Illinois Huskies, who were projected to have four wins this year. Yeah, what a shock that uh, them coming out of, out of the MAC. Now the MAC is literally a crapshoot because the second half of the season they play on Tuesday, Wednesdays. I mean, they they really have the whole nation, the sports betting nation, behind them on Tuesday and Wednesday evenings. Uh, but they played they've played well. It, you know, Coastal way- Carolina. The big question is, is Grayson McCall healthy? Now, for those of you who don't know, he was out for probably the last eight games, seven games. I mean, he he only played four or five games this year, I believe. Um, I mean, he was getting healthy towards the end of the year. They ended up just sitting him the rest because he wasn't, they didn't make the, uh, the Sunbelt Championship. But if Grayson McCall is healthy, then I, the, with the line being at Coastal Carolina minus 10 and a half, I love Coastal Carolina. Yes, yeah. I, I, well, I, I said when I was looking at this, I tried to Google and see if Grayson McCall was playing. There was nothing if he wasn't playing or not playing. But you think he's not going to play because he hasn't played the last few. I just don't see why they three, would four play weeks. Him. Like, why would he play just to come back? I think he's a football guy. 
Like, I think Grace McCall is a football player. Like, he'll want to play to win another bowl game. That's just my opinion. Again, I think, and I don't even know what his injury was. I was in a uh, lower body, like an ankle. Yeah, I, I don't but know. I thought it, the 10 and a half makes me think that he's playing. Because if he's not playing, I, I think this is a, a six, seven point spread. Now, here's some, here are some stats about uh, Coastal Carolina. They're one of two teams that are favored in every single game this year. They covered four of them. All right. They're four and eight against the spread. Um, so that, that's something where they're favored by double. I don't know if I really like Coastal in this. If Grayson McCall plays, obviously uh, it changes my mind. But if he's out, I like and I uh, Northern Illinois. They like to run the ball. They do have the Michigan State transfer, but they do has played pretty well for them. And the game they got killed against Western Michigan, he didn't play. They just scratched him a minute before the game. Like, now he's not playing because it didn't mean anything. I like them. They can run the ball. They want to dominate with the run. I, I can see Cole still struggling a little bit, and they slowing the game down. But I think if Grayson plays, the thing that scares me by taking uh, Northern Illinois is Coastal goes down, scores, gets a quick three and out, scores. Now, all of a sudden, Northern Illinois has to change their entire game, game plan, yeah. and they can't keep running the ball, and they're going to have to throw it, which scares me a little. If it gets a, if it gets to more than a 14-point game, I just don't see how NIU can you know, claw their way back in, assuming Grayson McCall's playing. Now, if not, and they go 14-0 with their backup, you know, you can go down 14, score, stop, yeah. score, and it's fine. But, it, yeah, it, it's all going to depend on that. Um, and, and I think... They haven't really talked much about it yet. I'm sure we'll see more starting this weekend coming out on that. Uh, I just think it's going to, it's really going to be just a game. I also want to know if their tight ends playing for Coastal. I mean, he's, he's a likely. top five. Yeah. He's a top five. Likely, likely playing likely. I love, I, I mean, love he, his he, name. Cause there's the game he had this year where he had four touchdowns. Like how many touchdowns are you going to score today? He's like, and it's like, the likely, memes, like likely four. It, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's arguably a top five tight end going to be drafted this year. They yeah. have up to like two, some boards, five. If he's playing, then and he had that, that ninety-nine yard oh, touchdown. That was un- unbelievable. He's he's awesome. Yeah, love him. Yeah, uh, we'll see. The next game we're going to preview is actually one of the games I am looking forward to most this bowl season. It's Western Kentucky and Appalachian State. These two teams, uh, you know, they're they're pretty solid teams. App State, by the way, is minus three over under sixty-seven and a half. Over under sixty-seven and a half, which the over under at that high is because Western Kentucky will probably put up 55 points but Appalachian State I mean it's you're talking about an eight and five Western Kentucky team a 10 and three App State team but I believe uh, I have the stat here is uh, Zappi yep. the, the quarterback he has 56 touchdown passes that's incredible how is this guy not in the Heisman conversation I don't because care that they plays in Western Kentucky that's doesn't matter different. yeah doesn't matter no I agree I think he it, threw for 5,500 yards yeah, and he he could set the record for most touchdown passes, which uh, Joe Burrow, I believe, has at 60. Yeah. And Joe actually played one more game. Or at two no, more games. Because he played the... He semis in the finals, and he got and he got the uh, SEC championship. So they yeah, were but Western Kentucky got the championship. They're 8-4? and four? They're 8-5 and because they lost oh, the... Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they lost so, the... Yeah, so the he gets one more game. So he would probably beat Joe he would Burrow's beat record. And he, might be, and he still might beat it without it. But Appalachian State comes in. They do have a good defense. Uh, Appalachian State... I believe, what did you say? It was minus three. Yep. Uh, personally, I'm on Western Kentucky. Appalachian State, I mean, they they only lost three games. Two of them were to Louisiana, which is one of the better offenses they played. I think they gave up like 41 points, and then in the championship game, they gave up 24. I fully expect Western Kentucky to put up at least 35 points, and I don't know if App State can score 35 points. I'll say this. App State's that team that I just can't get right. I bet them 
Bright just stinks. I he throws some of the worst interceptions I've ever seen, and then I don't bet them. They beat teams, and, and it's unbelievable. I will say this: I'm sitting on my couch watching this game. There is zero percent chance I am betting an under in these two teams. No, I am not going to sit. You will not sit there comfortably for three for three hours betting the under in this game because these teams are going to be one. Western Kentucky's defense isn't that great, so. I can see App State just getting seven, eight yards of carry. I can see them throwing the ball and doing whatever they want, but they're going to go down and score very quickly and play fast. Um, Bailey Zappi is electrifying. Awesome. Love to watch him play. So I'm going over, 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 over. So with that said, Scott just did mention that he can't get it right. So for you followers out there, take the under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this I've been dead cold recently and in college, I literally did more, more research than I've ever done on games more than today. I was just so. And, and with that said, I know we're only a few games into the bowl season. I love the board. I've never loved a board more than I love this. And for those of you that are, are loyal followers, you know, I am reluctant to put in my picks for the week underdogs. I have more underdogs than I could ever have dreamed of. This is, this is a time where we are going to, we're going to finish this year strong. Oh yeah. And if we do go 42 and 0, we get a free trip to the national championship game. Free trip. Let's do it. All right. So next up, we got UTEP versus Fresno State. Fresno State minus 11 over under 50. I'm going to say this. Fresno State made us a lot of money early on this year. We loved them. That being said, I love Fresno minus 11. And you know what's interesting about this? You know, it's in the New Mexico Bowl, which I think has got to be. If you were a bowl team and you're like, hey, this is your bowl game. This has to be the least excited you are like the bowl game. You don't want to go to, Fresno. I would rather go to Boise than to Albuquerque. This is the New Mexico bowl. Yeah. And UTEP one has to stay basically. I don't know how far Albuquerque like is. Six from. hours. Okay. Five hours. So, I mean, they'll, 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 I don't know if they'll fly. They're probably taking a they'll, bus. No, they'll take a bus for sure. <laughs> uh, but UTEP is, here's what they, they, their last few games, their only win is against rice. Who's terrible. Yeah. They just uh, played bad. Teams Fresno early. state's good. Uh, good quarterback. Uh, this line. You know what's interesting about the quarterback before you go further. So he entered the, so the coach for Fresno left, went to Washington. Yep. He entered the portal. I believe it was yesterday. He exited the portal and issued an apology for entering the portal. And I'm like, you, the coach left. Like, why are you apologizing? So if, if he wasn't, if he was still in the portal, I would fully expect this line to be at like it, it opened up at 13 and a half and went down to 11 today. So that might be, it could go down to, if he leaves the portal, could go to a nine or eight. He already left the portal. No, no, no. If he goes back or, oh. or he does, they don't want to play or something happens. So yeah. that line might be the 11 from 13 and a half to 11 might be, they're kind of hedging, but they don't know which side yeah. and they don't want to be too heavy on one end. Yeah. And but he I, joined I, bowl he, even if he's not week. there, I, I just, I don't think UTEP is that No, good. they started out the year so strong and like, but they played nobody. Their yeah. wins were like against bad teams. And, but it was just like, it was like, oh man, UTEP, like gets good for UTEP. And yeah. it was a, it was a storyline essentially. I, I think Fresno wins this game by like four touchdowns. They're a better team playing a better conference, played a better non-conference conference more wins best quarterback yeah it just yeah I, I don't utep finished the year they barely crawled to the finish line so yeah. uh fully expect fresno state to All just right. the next game i love uh oh in this next game heading to the independence bowl uab versus byu minus six and a half byu over under 55 first off let's give a little shout out to uab their program got canceled like seven years ago and they like this this whole guy stand up, and they somehow got it back, and they're in bowl games. I think they won a, a conference title yep. a couple of years ago. And credit to them. 
That being said, I love BYU minus six. And I love. I don't know how these two teams got paired. Uh, BYU ten and two, very good. They're a top fifteen team in the country. Again, hey. UAB, good team, not bad. I just am very confused uh, why uh, I just don't see how BYU doesn't absolutely pound them because BYU played good teams all year. UAB is a good group of five team, a good good group of five team, just eh, good above good, average, good. yeah, above yeah. average. BYU would be a above average group of five team if they played in the Pac-12 or any, if they played in a big power five. power five, yeah, power five, they'd be a great, they also beat good teams. Then they beat Utah. And Arizona State. And. They were ranked like 10 at one point. Yeah, no, they were, they started out the year unbelievably strong. I think, I, I mean, they're, granted, they finished 10 and two. It's not like they're like tailed off at the end of the year. Um, I, I, I just don't see how this game is, even remotely close. The fact that it's at one score right now, I think, I think this game wins BYU, assuming, assuming everyone's playing and there's not something happening with this line that we don't know about right now, a full healthy UAB versus a healthy BYU with all players playing. It should be a blowout. Their losses were Baylor at Baylor. Good team. Won the big 12 Boise state. That's it. Right. They beat Arizona state. They beat Utah. Washington State, Virginia, they beat great USC. Teams. They beat they beat like five bowl teams. Literally, it they are minus a, a one score game. They're number twelve team playing an, an above average. It's not just and I'm a, and and it's no disrespect to UAB, but they didn't even play in their conference championship. Yeah. So they they were in the same conference as Western Kentucky and UTSA. So those are two good teams, but they're. I mean, Conference USA is not a powerhouse. So you're talking about the third or fourth best team there against a top a team that probably just missed a New Year's Six Bowl. If you gave me BYU against UTSA uh, and you gave me a six and a half, I'd still take BYU. One thousand. So like, I, I don't, I don't know. So that gets me nervous when I see that line. That gets me nervous. That like, I don't wrap mousetrap. Mousetrap. Mouse like, oh, bam, dead. Yeah. All right. But uh, heading into the next game, Mobile, Alabama. Destination for these two teams, Eastern Michigan playing Liberty. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm more of this is one of those where you love to say, you know, d- don't think, just throw. Assuming Malik Willis is playing, I don't know how you wouldn't bet on Liberty here minus six and a half or what? Sorry, eight and a half. I, I right now live, I have it at nine and a half on mine. Nine and a half, ten yeah. and a half, twelve it's and a half. Moved. Liberty by a million. All right, first. Liberty had a letdown year. They're projected to win like nine games this year. Malik Williams obviously didn't have the greatest uh, season, but they have the best player on the field in Eastern Michigan. Like I, well, I can't get them right. Mac always like messes with me. Liberty six to six against the spread, or, or Liberty six to six. Uh, Eastern Michigan five and seven. Liberty much better team on defense. Balanced run passing game. Eastern Michigan is pretty poor defensively. He gives up a lot of rushing and passing yards, and that fits the bill with Liberty. So what their weaknesses are is Liberty's strengths. Um, so I'm leaning Liberty, but kind of have to wait. I have to see if he plays. Yeah, if Wills but, isn't playing, I'm taking Eastern Michigan. So with, with, uh, with Malik is, and I think every quarterback in this, there's no clear-cut number one, number two, number three quarterback. So I think a lot of these guys are going to play this year because or the bowl games, at least the quarterback position, because... They weren't trying to get up the draft. Yeah, they're stock. still trying to get. So yeah. I think, and he does. He had a bad year for his standards. What he was supposed to be projected. And compared, so, and compared to last year too. Yeah. I also, 
I also think I called him Malik Williams. I don't but Malik Willis. Yeah, I I think I said Williams before, but Willis, sorry. Malik Willis. Um, But yeah, I think he needs to show out. I think he has to have a good pro day too. Like he was projected potentially to be the number one Number one quarterback taken off the board um, at least. So again, you're going to give me the best player on the field. I'll I'll take them if I was leaning away. Fair enough. Next game, I think we're both on this, this, another uh, underdog we like. Um, Utah State University versus Oregon State, minus seven and a half over under 66 and a half. One thing I want to say, and, and we haven't gotten to it yet, and we haven't really been announcing the Bulls by their title. This this bull name, I love the bull name titles because I'm like, oh, let's see who's the sponsors this year, who's forking over the money. This is the Jimmy Kimmel Live Bull, which I think is absolutely hilarious uh, playing in SoFi Stadium. So, you know, it, it is an interesting game. Utah State, Oregon State. How does Jimmy Kimmel get his own bowl game? I mean. How much money do you think you have to pay for your own bowl game? I mean, it's played in in Inglewood. Like like I mean, if, it's got to be a lot. Like, if I made millions of dollars, I would just name. If I made a, I Jeff Bezos should just have his own bowl game. The Amazon Bowl. Yeah. No, no, but like, no the the Bezos Bowl. The Bezos Bowl. The Bezos Bowl. No, screw my company. The Bezos Bowl. That's what I would do. Um, but he takes the MVP to like outer space. Yeah, they, they, all the MVP gets to go up to space and <laughs> come back. Sick. Oh that'd man, that'd be sick. That would, Could you imagine? <laughs> Imagine how hard these guys be playing. Like get I get to go to outer space, get scared of height and oh flying. He just that like, would be freaking out. Unbelievable! <laughs> Could you imagine, Jeff, like Jeff? We got an idea for you. Give us a call, Mr. Bezos. Uh, give us a call. Trademark. That's to trademark something. You just say trademark after, and you get it. Yeah. Okay. Trademark. Good. Good. Good to know. Oh, but uh, yeah, back to the actual <laughs> game. Back uh, to space. Utah uh, State. I think very good this year. Ten and three. Uh, they won. They killed San Diego State. Yeah, they killed San Diego State. Good team. I've, I was always skeptical on San Diego State just because they're such a running-dependent team. But I personally, I'm on Utah State uh, plus seven. I think that giving me a full touchdown there against Oregon State in a week, Pac-12, give me Utah State. I, uh, so I, I wrote a few notes down when I was doing – you know those games, like I'm taking notes. I'm not too sure about this. Anytime there's a, you know, an average Power 5 team – playing a good group of five team. I sometimes like, I, it's tough to like, how do they match up? How do they pair up? So I started doing more research and I started going like both teams statistically look nearly identical. I mean, I know the PAC 12 is better, but the mountain West isn't that bad. San Diego state's good team. Mountain West has some good teams. They're rolling. And I just wrote, screw it. I'm taking Utah state. Like I just basically sold myself into Utah state by writing all these notes down. They have good wins. They're tough losses. Give me the points. And it's that seven and a half plus seven and a half. Love that. Yeah. And I mean, they have a great passing attack playing in a dome. Like they're going to have a great time. Utah state's going to get out of Utah. They're going to go to LA for a week and Oregon state's going to get out of Oregon. But I mean, I just think it's, you know, the, the lights will be bright. They'll be more excited. Give me Utah state and, and the points and, and let's just not make it more than it is. But with that said, heading to the, uh, Caesar Superdome for the RL carriers, new Orleans bowl. Uh, Louisiana versus Marshall. Marshall plus five and a half over under 53 and a half. What are your thoughts? Personally, give me Louisiana minus five. Uh, I know there's no Billy Napier. I just don't think Marshall's that good. Again, they're, it's a conference USA team. That's probably got fifth or sixth in the conference bowl, obviously bowl eligible. Uh, but Louisiana had one loss this year. I mean, they're a good team. Their quarterback's going to play. Marshall offensively just doesn't 
stand out to me. I was like, wow, these guys just put up a, a ton of points and they have like unbelievable weapons. Um, I mean, they they have a good balanced attack overall. I just, uh, I see Louisiana taking control. Yeah, so uh, both teams, if you look at their statistics, uh, it, and he's kind of playing the same type of conference. Um, so I, I kind of compare it. Marshall wants to throw it a little more. Uh, ULL has more balance, but both over 400 yards um, of offense. Both teams giving up 350, 380 yards. So it's not, that's kind of in the middle. I looked at like what Mark is like past the, like 50%, like 375 yards. You're in the back half. So that's not too bad. Um, and I would say, oh, give me the over high offense, average defense, kind of middle pack defense, but ULL is three and 10 on the over this year, three and 10 on the over ULL. So it, it, when I was thinking over, it's like, so that kind of the numbers say lean towards the under in this, but after thinking it through, I think, uh, ULL wants to go with, I I think they want to end on a, uh, a high note. Um, you know, Billy Napier is gone, but they just won that last game with him. You know, I know you had App State, I believe. I did. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not trying to rub, but I thought like, because Billy Napier was coaching, I thought that yeah. was a huge thing. I still think these seniors and the guys that kind of built this program want to end on a high note. So I do like ULL here. Yeah. And they're just a good team overall. I mean, they had a great year. Didn't they had one loss. I mean, going 12 and one, that's and no matter what your conference is, it, it's respectable. And, and their only loss was the Texas, the first game of the year. Yeah, at Texas. Yeah, they, I mean, they've won 12 in a row. They beat App State twice. I mean, they're a good team, only giving up five points here. I think, a, unless, and, it, and again, guys, this is this is going back to, uh, you know, maybe we don't know, players aren't playing, whatnot. Five points, and, and their only loss was at Texas to start off the year. Like, that's a damn good season. In a, in a conference that I would create equivalent outside of UTSA, equivalent to yeah. each other. Yeah, and... I think this has to more do with Billy Napier leaving a couple points. Cause if he's yeah. there, maybe seven, seven and a half. I think that that plays a factor. I still yeah. take him though. Yep. Still. All right. Um, the next game we have ODU old dominion university Myrtle versus, beach. I love it. They're going to great, great they're, place. They're playing on the blue turf. I love versus it. Tulsa. This is a over under 52. I don't know what's going on. I've seen Tulsa play twice and they look good in both games. One was against Cincinnati and they beat SMU. Right? One thing that's concerning to me about this game, and I always say, like, you know, don't think too much about it. I just remember beginning of the year, Old Dominion was terrible. I'm pretty sure they won their last five games to get bowl eligible. And I'm going to, I'm going to confirm that because if so, that's pretty dang impressive. Uh, they beat, Charlotte, Middle Tennessee State, FAU, FIU. In Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech. And then got smacked up against Western Kentucky. Yeah, they are on a So roll. they won their last five to get to become. I mean, you're one in six and you win five in a row to become bowl eligible. That's impressive no matter who you play when you're not a good team. So no, uh, I, that, that all sounds sounds great. So with that said, I'm taking Tulsa <laughs> I mean, minus that's nine and a half. I'm looking at these two teams. I'm looking at uh, like Tulsa's lost close games like deep. Like, Good SMU, Cincy, yeah. they played them good. I think that, and I just don't, like, I know they've won their last few games, but I mean, I wouldn't say FIU and FAU are, are world beaters. And stuff. FIU so, sucks. Yeah. They're the worst team in football. So I just said like, you have a, you have a team I think is pretty good. And and this is a game where I, I look at the stats and they still lean towards Tulsa. I look at things and I've seen Tulsa play and I saw Dominion and they got smacked up and they granted they were playing teams that are so much better than them. But when you watch a team play that it sticks in my brain, 
Yeah. So no, uh, that's why that's why I, I, I had just, a second. I literally had to look back and be like, how they become bowl eligible because I remember them being like one in six. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Because like I kind of forgot about them, and um, obviously they beat bad teams. But with that said, I'm on Tulsa minus nine and a half. I don't have a feel on that over under fifty two and a half. It's actually right now. It's we're going live minus nine over under fifty two. I I just don't know if Old Dominion will score points. So yeah. I have zero feel on the over under. Um, you know, granted. Weather, it's December. Weather can be weird across the country. So I always look for, you know, whether whether it's college football, NFL, when weather has a factor, you got to look at it because, I mean, you look at what happened Monday Night Football. I mean, there was 40-mile-an-hour winds, which, you know, could definitely happen at any of these games. So you just got to take a look at that. But uh, I like Tulsa minus nine and a half. All right, next game, I'll, get, I'll give it over to you. But we have Kent State versus Wyoming. The minus boys- three for Wyoming, over under 58 and a half. I'm torn here. Wyoming started out the year strong, and then at one point, I saw them lose to New Mexico. They also played terrible against UConn. Yeah, and they, they, I know, because I bet on Wyoming. That was one of my picks for that week. But when you lose to New Mexico and you almost lose to UConn, like you, I don't think you're good. Kent State, I also don't think is good, but my lasting image is Kent State playing tough with Iowa for a while. And they fumbled it like nine times. Yeah, and so honestly... It's tough because it's like a home game for Wyoming. Do people really go to the bowl game if you're six and six? I don't think so. But weather really won't be a factor. Both teams are used to the cold. Uh, I like Kent State plus three. I said this is just more of an eye test game. You can look at the stats. I just said this. Keeping it simple. Give me Kent State and the over. That's it. Kent State and the over. Very simple. That's what I have. I like it. All right. The next game. We got UTSA, who, by the way, I thought or had a chance to be undefeated in this game, and so did San Diego State. They both could have ended the uh, UTSA lost their um, last game, um, or not their last game, but their last regular season game to North Texas, which they could end the season undefeated. San Diego State obviously lost the, their bowl game, their, their conference championship game. But I got a question: Is this? It's San Diego State plus two and a half over under 49 and a half. Is this line because San Diego State got absolutely smacked by Utah State? I just don't think San Diego State's been that impressive this year. Yeah, I I, 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 have, love I, I haven't watched too much San Diego State. I just know I watch them. They win every game. By I watched I watched one game and it's because I bet on them. And I think it was a Friday night game when they went to overtime against San Jose State, San Jose State. And after that, they were frauds to me. Frauds. They, they're running dependent. Obviously, they have a good running attack, but I just can't trust a team that is one-dimensional because if you don't even have a prayer to change it up and like get a couple hundred yards on like a good day, I just don't see how you can compete in college football. So I personally, I like UTSA minus two and a half here. Yeah. I, I Again, I just think this, I if I thought if you told me two weeks ago, Scott, UTSA, San Diego State, who are you taking? Pick them. I would have picked San Diego State. So now I'm getting points just because they got smacked up against uh, Utah State. Now, I also think Utah State like throws the ball a little better than UTSA. UTSA does have a great running back. I mean, these teams are pretty similar. I'm just going to give me the points uh, in a team that I think plays in a better conference and a better team. That, really? but, but you said every game, say, I'm looking at their roster or their schedule. Every game is close. Every game. Every game is close. You which means just close. win this game. Win Nevada this game. close. Hawaii close. Win Honest. this game close. UTSA by double digits. Wow. UTSA yeah. by double digits. And 
you can thank me later. Okay. All right. I, 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 I'm leaning San Diego state, but that's okay. We can, we can lean whatever you want. Yeah. One of us will go undefeated. Who? Question, question. Who won the regular season? I wouldn't say who won, won the regular. I think it's more like the Heisman Trophy. Who I think it's like the Heisman Trophy. The regular. No season. one really won it. I just lost it. Who won the regular season? I lost it. So who'd you lose it to? I don't know. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Moving on. Uh, Missouri versus Army. The Armed Forces Bowl. I feel like Army has to win due to them playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. It's minus four Army over under fifty eight and a half, which is funny. Because they're over under for their game this weekend's at like 34 right now. <laughs> What's well, the point, Nate? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so funny that you're going from 34 to 58. Almost, yeah, I um, mean, it's I, I, you like Army. You're kind of voting because of that. Not because of that. I just think Army's offense is actually good. I don't think from what I've from the research I did do, I don't believe Missouri can stop the run very well. They played some running teams and got ran all over. So I think Army does that, and I. I just think our uh, military defenses play solid, solid defense overall. And I just fully expect that to continue here. Missouri, I don't even know how they got six wins, but. Well, I'll tell you this. They, all their losses were ranked teams in the SEC and then Tennessee and Boston College. Every other team they handled pretty well that they beat. So they, I mean, they beat, Van, obviously they had to play Vanderbilt, which is an easy win the SEC. But still, I looked at their schedule. So I was trying to like, well, this seems, Missouri's not that good. I can't believe they won six games. And look at the, the the schedule. It's like, I mean, Georgia, Kentucky, um, they beat Florida, which obviously had a down year. Uh, but all their their losses were very good teams. Yeah, but their wins were not good teams. Hmm? Their wins were terrible. Yeah. Vanderbilt, South Carolina, North Texas, SEMO. I mean, they didn't beat Southeast anybody. Southeast Missouri. Fl- huh? That's a great school. Southeast Missouri. Great school. Jesus. It's like saying Nebraska is a great program right now. <laughs> They're not. That bad. <laughs> I will tell you one thing. If Nebraska played in any of these games, lock it. One score game loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just leaning. Yeah, I know they haven't been able, but they're, they're ga- the games they've lost have been like good, good. T- I just think they've played better opponents, I guess, is kind of my thought. So I was leaning towards Missouri. Again, I don't really have a really play in this. Either. It just is tough. I always struggle picking against a triple option team because you don't know. how If, if Missouri gets up 10 points. They're and, screwed. Yeah, Army's like, they're not going to throw the ball. So it always, but if they control the game, that's just like, and they're just getting four yards of carry every single play, 20 play drives, that will be so frustrating oh, yeah. to watch as a Missouri fan. So I I, I really struggle to bet against or towards the, these options because it's, it's just one way or the other. I can never get them right. And I, it's also miserable to watch sometimes. But well, one thing I do think, and, and I will say, and also why I was kind of leaning Army, Missouri has a good running attack. I mean, they're, they're, Leading rusher has 1,600 yards, 14 touchdowns. Army's good at stopping the run. So, and now, granted, it's different because Army doesn't play an SEC schedule. So, can they stop them? Is this Missouri, is their running attack really good for Missouri? Granted, I have not watched one Missouri game all year, but just looking at the stats, I'm like, I think Army will, he won't be as successful against Army as he was. I watched two, two games Boston College, obviously, in Tennessee. So I just, I personally, I just think Army will s- slow them down. They'll score. All right. Moving into the, the the game that I call maybe my least favorite, I could care less about bowl game. University of North Texas versus Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio minus three over under 54 and a half. I just looked quick, do some stuff on this. North Texas is five in the last five games. They're hot. 
hot. And they got they went five and zero to get bowl eligible. Miami of Ohio is three and two, but they lost by they lost by two, and they lost by one in overtime. Didn't North Texas beat UTSA? Yeah, the last game of the year. Uh, that's how UTSA is not undefeated. But I'm saying Miami Ohio. I think one, they are. Their last five games have been just as impressive. They lost by one in overtime, lost by one. I think they're playing just as well. I lean Miami of Ohio on this. I'm struggling to pick a game. I'm struggling to figure out, you know, like North Texas that killed UTSA. Is that like, Give me North is, that, Texas. is that an outlier? No. You think that's actually who they are? I, don't, I think that's an outlier. <laughs> I so, have no idea who yeah. North Texas is. Where <laughs> is green, North Texas? Uh, north of Texas. North of Texas. North of Texas, huh? Mm-hmm. North of the state of Texas. But the northern part of the southern state of Texas. Wow. I just made up something. I get dumber every day sitting, hanging out with you. That's fine. Are um, they? I mean, where? What? Where is North Texas? Stack guy, can we get a North Texas? On it. All right, thanks. We'll we'll we'll, 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 get we'll back be back to, to you. I just want, I'm curious what city they're what in. If it's literally called North Texas, Texas. That'd be wild. That'd be crazy. It's just a vicinity. Like New York, New York. Like they just know? kind of like stuff ever. Oh, yeah. Um, going over to an in-state I'm rivalry, I guess you'd call it, one team would call it that. Um, UCF playing University of Florida. University of Florida minus seven half over under 56 and a half. Boy, is Florida hit rock bottom. Rock bottom. I'm, rock bottom. I'm pumped that they put these two teams together. Yeah. And here and here's here's my theory on it. This is these games are not stat related. Nothing to this. UCF is not even little brother, like little, little, little brother. Florida does not care about UCF. Yeah, they're not real. It's they're not, not like relative. A, yeah. But UCF is the little little brother or like the cousin really that's trying that. to impress everyone on that side of the family. So to them, this is a huge rivalry game. Florida doesn't even care about playing. They're six and six. I don't even think they want to even play another game. Right, but I think it just means more to UCF. Yeah, Florida give me no UCF coaches. because Florida's gonna probably has transfer problems. They probably have yeah. so many issues going on right now that I like UCF getting seven and a half points because they actually care about this game. They, and they will run it. And, and this is just like this when, is like a Gus like Malzahn, little, little like brother. Gus Malzahn playing about against an SEC team. Yeah. He's I think UCF. I think UCF wins this game. Oh, outright. I I I I will sprinkle some money on UCF money line. Yeah, I, I, I'll sprinkle some free coins on the Vookie app on uh, UCF Moneyline. I will, I will watch forty-seven ads, put thirty-four of them on the money line. Wow! For those of you that and haven't gotten into the Vookie app, that's tickets, a lot of tokens. I'll put all my tickets into the camping, and the Apple Watch, and the Lululemon. Uh oh! Get the guy a new wardrobe. Get the guy some Lulu. North Texas, north of Dallas. Almost to the border. To the border? Almost to the border. What town is Dallas. it? What's the town called? Denton. 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 Oh, Denton. You have no idea. I've heard of Denton. I've heard of it. Now he just heard of it eight seconds ago. That being said, I love South uh, or, or Central Florida. UCF. Yeah. yeah, I like UCF here as well. Going to the only game on Christmas Eve. This is literally what I do. I, I open some presents. I pour some drinks. And I turn on the Hawaii Bowl every single year. It's family tradition. Shout out Boston College. Two years in a row went there. My buddy then had to go to Boise State. That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy. But uh, this this game, we got Memphis playing Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii's got to be like, uh, well, I guess we'll just stay home for, there, for Christmas. Basically, what happened was there's too many teams that qualified, and there was an odd number, so they had to create another bowl. No, but this bowl's already always there. 
Yeah, but they had a. But, but the, Memphis this, this was is the why extra Hawaii team. got to go do it. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. they didn't want to send Hawaii out there. What do you think? But this is, yeah. So Memphis minus six and a half year. I don't really have a feel on Memphis because wasn't it last year that Memphis was like electrifying on offense? No, and, a couple years ago, they had like Anthony, uh, the guy, uh, Anthony Miller. Yeah. He had like one game with 15 catches, like 205 yards. Like this guy's going to be the greatest. Went to the Bears. Haven't heard of him since. Yeah. Irrelevant. Well, everyone, that's what happens to everybody that goes to the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all honesty, it's tough because. Obviously, they go out a week early, so it's really not like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be jet lagged. Like, they're going to be fine. Um, I fully expect Memphis to be taking their practice week. They're going to be lackadaisical. They're going to focus on getting to the beach. They're going to be so relaxed. They're going to play better. Hammer Memphis minus six and a half. Uh, I'm going to give you some stats to go against. I started doing some research on this. I clicked on I said, ooh, Hawaii, notoriously, do they cover home, like this whole off the island, on the island? They've played seven road games have won two, and one was to New Mexico State, right? So they're two and five on road games. They're four and two at home. But then I said, but it's the Hawaii Bowl. So technically it's a home game. So I looked at it, six home games. When they are a favorite at covering, they won. When they are a favorite at home, they're 0-2 covering. When they're an underdog at home four times, they covered four times, 4-0. Four oh. With that being said, I'm going to take Hawaii in the points, six and a half. Shoot, you should you should have led with that. <laughs> you should have led with that. I like that stat. Like it's a that great stat. stat. Are you gonna switch? Um, I'm TBD on it right now. I need to uh, feel out the Memphis practice and see see do some research. Behind I was listening the to a, a, a caller on a, a betting, and he would always call the team that was going to Hawaii, especially on basketball in basketball, and it'll be like, hey, when did the plane get in? To yeah. see if it flew in later or not, to see if the team got ample amount of hours of yeah, sleep the get, night before. Be there a so, week early. No, I that's just, different. But like for like basketball, you'd be like, hey, do you know when the team plane landed? Yeah, like, just to just try to see get if they anything. landed in late or not. Yeah. I, I do that for I do that for uh college football, especially like when it's like November. I'm like, maybe their flight got delayed. Like, oh. Even though it's charter. So like I always like look at their like team account because it's like, oh, wheels up to uh Lincoln. And it's like, oh, they got in late last night, no walkthroughs. They're gonna be tired. But uh yeah, so it'll be it'll be good. But then we we do get treated with a uh Christmas Day game, Georgia State, Ball State, Montgomery, Alabama. Do you have anything on this game? Do I, I I'm feeling Georgia State minus four and a half. So, I don't know why. Well, Georgia State, eight and four against the spread, ball state, four and eight against yeah, the spread. Yeah, actually I think that was wise. I and I think Georgia State, if I'm not mistaken, we could look at it. I think they played some good teams close. Yeah. Or they played a lot of close games that they lost. So I was like, oh, they could have easily been like nine and three. Is it Georgia State or Georgia Southern that runs like basically the triple option? I think it's Georgia Southern. The Navy blue helmets with the numbers on the side. I think it's Georgia Southern. So yeah, yeah, never mind. Um, this is what I wrote. Alec, do you have a feel in this game? I'll give you Georgia State eight and four against the spread this year. Ball State four and eight. Georgia State is six and six over unders. Ball State's three and six on the overs. That's all I have. How are they three and six on the overs? Three and nine. Three and nine. Sorry, three and nine on the overs. <laughs> sorry, three and nine on the overs. So, I mean, I guess you could yeah. be under. This is also one of those games. It's like really they put this game on Christmas Day. Like we couldn't have just pushed that off. Like who's gonna watch this on Christmas Day? 1230. I, oh, I also wrote something that's if I'm going to put a heavy wager on this game, just so it makes me watch the game. I like it. That's, so that's what what you, actually what I do sometimes. What I'm, are you going with? I'm probably going to go Georgia. Georgia state. I yeah. like it. I like it. No, I, I think that's a good call. All right. Next game. 
We got Nevada. It's actually, the line's actually moved since when I wrote it down this morning. Nevada versus Western Michigan. Western Michigan is now minus three. It was minus two and a half when I wrote this out literally like four hours ago. Over under still 59. I like the over. And if Carson Strong's playing, I like Nevada. I said, give me Carson Strong. He has to show out in this game. Listen, he has a chance to become the first overall pick. He's going to look great. He's going to be like the, the, the Zach Wilson. He's going to look great in shorts and a t-shirt, throwing the ball. He has a rocket of an arm. This game on ESPN, 9 a.m. If he has a big, listen, there's in no the dome. In a dome. In a dome. There's no clear cut number one pick right now. If he shows out, boom. If he shows out in this game, he could rise his stock. Give me the best player on the team getting three points. I love it. Nevada plus three is my pick. Yeah. I also like the over here. I just go back to Maction. Um, West Michigan scores a lot of points. They throw the ball. Nevada throws the ball, scores a lot of points. Give me the over. Good conditions in a dome playing in Detroit. Just don't make it harder than it is. The Motor City. Motor City. Heading to the Military Bowl presented by Paraton. Who? What is Periton? Is that like a knockoff Peloton? What are we doing? There's got to be uh, some trade. <laughs> I know. Uh, so my my buddy, uh, Lily, this morning texted me. He's like, hey, uh, I saw your mom. It lives in the East Coast. I saw your mom. She mentioned that like you have a Peloton. How do you guys like it? I go, I've used it three times. Like, we've had it for a year and a half. And he's like, so I'm like. Things are going well. <laughs> like I just a waste of money in my eyes. But yeah, if you're a big cycle guy, go do it, man. <laughs> hey. I got a Peloton. Uh, I bought it to watch like football games. Like, ooh, I can watch the game. I'll ride, do a casual ride, get a little cardio. And then I was up there yelling at the TV like two minutes later. Like, this is bad luck. Got to get Makes off. sense. So, Sounds like you. Um, but are we at the the BC East Carolina? Yeah, this is your squad. I mean, you got to have a lot. I to, mean, you, you know more about Boston College than. Listen, I'll say this. The coach. It's East, East Carolina University plus three and a half, over under 51 and a half. I'm a homer. I'm on BC in this. This to me is. Phil Djurkovic is a very good quarterback. He got hurt. They struggled without him. He came back. They're only lost with him at quarterback. Florida State, and he had just come back. If he plays those games, they are probably a 9 or 10 win team in my eyes with the loss to Florida State and a loss to, I mean, they could have beat Clemson without him in the first game that they didn't have him. And they were literally driving and just fumbled a shotgun step. He didn't play, and he's playing. I also think, yeah, he's back healthy. I think he's trying to improve his stock. He's a day two draft potential. That's what they have him, like Mel Kuyper. Still might come back. Um, Mel doesn't know anything. Yeah, Mel, yeah. But they, they, he could be a day two. People talk about him on ESPN like he could be, a, he's a prototypical quarterback. Yeah. He's 6'2", got a good arm. Like So he plays, their team is much better. Um, and the other thing is, like I saw you before, I was like, I don't understand why this guy doesn't transfer somewhere next year as like a fit. If he has a year of eligibility transfer to like with LSU with some weapons or something. Oh, he also transferred from Notre Dame. Fun fact. So he got recruited. He got lost a job and then went to BC. So, um, he, he obviously knows Brian Kelly, but I really like BC in this. I don't think East Carolina obviously has been better the last few years because they were so bad a couple years ago. Um, but I just like Boston college in this game. Minus three and a half. I've been pretty good betting on them and against them. I've been, I know my team. I bet against them at Florida State. I knew they weren't going to win that. I bet on them against like when I had Missouri, Clemson. I'm, I've been on them really well. I'm just going to say ditto. I like it. You right. give me good enough reasons. I'll take Boston College. Cool. Next one. Heading to the uh, Ticket Smart 
Birmingham Bowl between the Houston Cougars. Why are there so many games in Alabama? Uh, because All right. Houston Cougars, Auburn Tigers. Here, uh, no, no Bo Nix. I like Houston. Uh, I know we talked about it on the way over here. Give me Houston three points. I think the under hits as well, to be totally honest with you, but I just don't think Auburn will score much. Houston's kind of opportunistic, good defense. Both teams, good defense. Pound the under. Give me Houston three points. And let's... Yeah. I'll say this, it being in Alabama is obviously a plus, but Auburn, he, game, Auburn fans aren't going to Birmingham yeah. to watch this bowl game. Houston, this means more to Houston. Exactly. To beat them. Auburn, 6-6, six and six, had a bad year, let down year. They're just whatever. Just get us through the bowl. Who cares? But I, like you said, I like the under. Auburn just can't score without, without Bo Nick. So I like the under. Agreed. Pretty simple. Nice. Going to the uh, Surf Pro First Responders Bowl. Playing in Dallas, Texas, we got Air Force versus Louisville. I think this is an interesting matchup. Louisville minus one and a half. Yeah, Louisville minus one and a half. Fifty-five and a half. With Cunningham, assuming he's playing, I don't know why he wouldn't play. I just don't. It's tough for me to bet against him. I just, I don't know. I didn't do enough research on this game, but I don't know if Air Force has played a quarterback like him. They have not. I I looked at their schedule. They have not played a quarterback like Malik Cunningham. I don't see a bunch of pilots running around chasing this guy down. But. They could be chasing planes around in bull preparation. Yeah, planes are big north-south. This guy goes east-west, north-south, spin move. I'm not sure if you've seen the planes the Air Force flies, but they're a little quicker than Malik Cunningham. Eh. <laughs> Some would argue. Only you. Also, also those planes do definitely do like barrel rolls. And spin oh, yeah, they're, stuff. they're, they're, they're rotating. They're, they're but not, with they're that said, the they aren't practicing Phoenix. against those planes. Yeah. Those aren't the score, scouting quarterbacks. I think Louisville wins this game minus one and a half. Uh, I mean, Air Force is a good, they are good. They had a great year. I just think uh, Malik Cunningham is going to be too much for them to handle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next up, we have Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Plus eight and a half, over under 59 and a half. It is the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. AutoZone Liberty Bowl. They play this in Memphis, which I arguably think is the worst stadium ever. It's like that like weird bowl one, and it kind of like goes up. Yeah. It, it's Memphis home, home stadium. I just Cincinnati think should host the game because that stadium that's is That's a sick. sick stadium. Just move no, it to there. I but completely agree. And I'll, it's still going to be colder and crap there. I'll tell you this. Mississippi State clearly is a better team, better defense, better Yeah, give me Mississippi State. Roger, give me Mississippi State. I'm not thinking about this. I don't know. Texas Tech is just weird. I, they look good, bad. Uh, I could see this being 23-20. But like, just give me, give me Mike Rogers. Leach, Mike Leach having a month of preparation. Just give me Mike Leach minus yep. eight and a half against a team that they're better than. Don't even think about it. Yep. Just do it. Next game, UCLA versus North Carolina state minus one over under 59 and a half at the San Diego County credit union holiday bowl. And is this being played at Qualcomm? No, no. Qualcomm's no longer there. It blew it up. What's blew it up. It's Petco park, the baseball field. Oh, the Petco park. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been which while. I think is cool. I think that's a cool part of the bowl season when they play on these baseball fields. It's very obvious it doesn't fit, but <laughs> they make it work. They put both teams on the same sideline, yeah, and they can only score in one I mean, end zone. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's super interesting. They've they've definitely kiboshed it a couple of times, just messed it up. But with that said, obviously they're going to make it work. Um, I think this is an interesting game just because I don't know who's playing for UCLA. I don't even know who's coaching for UCLA with the, the rumor mill going around coaches. Um, I, I just think this game, NC State's been playing well. I think, you know, now we're starting to switch into the actual bowl games that have good, relevant teams that were in and out of the top 25 all year. I'm excited to watch it. 
it's tough because it's NC State minus one. So essentially, it's going to be around a pick them unless something major happens. I think NC State, I was high on NC State early this year. If you guys were listening, it's essentially yeah. in no, UCLA's backyard. I, I was, I, you were high on NC State, so you kind of probably got going there. I was high in UCLA this year. I had their over for seven wins. Um, they had eight. Obviously, I expect a couple of one or two more. I thought they were going to win nine or 10, but. This is all predicated if Chip Kelly doesn't leave for Oregon, which I don't know if he is, but let's just say there's a chance he might bounce. That's not out of the possibility. Um, but I like UCLA. They have a lot of seniors offensive. I think they're all playing. I think they're going to play. I think DTR is going to play. I, that's my thought. So this is all predicated on that. But I like, if everyone plays, I like UCLA minus one. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a feel on this yet. I'm. I'm definitely gonna have to see how things shake out. Just because I am so indifferent. Because I, I have listened to you talk about UCLA f- so much this year, and I've been high on NC State. So we'll see how it plays out. What what who plays, who doesn't play, who coaches, who doesn't coach. Yep. Um, but with that, we're heading to downtown Phoenix, Arizona, the guaranteed rate bowl between. We got the Minnesota Gophers, West Virginia Mountaineers. This game was formerly Minnesota no- minus four over yep. under 45, which is not a lot for which, a West Virginia game. So this was the Cheez-It Bowl. A few years ago, I went to the bowl game. It's it's at the baseball stadium. I went, it was TCU and Cal. I sat in the bleachers that they put in the outfield. And I think there was a combined nine interceptions. The final score was 10 to seven. I was there. It, it was like to the point, I think there was four possessions in a row. It, it In a total, I was looking up a total of 12 plays and four possessions. There was four picks. It was the <laughs> ugliest game I've ever watched. And it, it means the Diamondbacks baseball. And, it, and they're, you know, and, and, and that's where, where I'm leading to is that they're playing in this stadium and it, and, and it just looks awkward as well. So I expect this game to be ugly. We're going. We're going. It's a, We're going. It's a Tuesday night. At 8.15. 8.15 which is ESPN. miserable. What are we doing? I'm not going to get home till 1 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, this game is... All right. I'll say that... I'm taking Minnesota minus 4. That's right. where I'm staying. Minnesota's been playing very well. Give me Minnesota minus 4. You want stats to back that up? I want West Virginia to play well so I can hear the fans sing Country Roads. Yeah. You want me to hear stats to back you up on that? Back me up, baby. I don't have any stats, but here's what I do have you just for said, that. said, do I want to hear the stats? Yeah, well, here we go. Minnesota, clearly the better team. This is such a, I'm not a high, I'm not high on PJ Fleck. I think he's very overrated coach, but this is such a PJ Fleck game to win because this is a game where he goes, oh, we finished, we had nine wins, nine wins. He's looking at me, Minnesota won another bowl game again. When he, when no one's talking about Minnesota, when they don't need him to win. No when, one ever talks about Minnesota. No, but like when they saw the year, a couple years ago, like five and oh, they're like, and he came from Western Michigan. Oh, they were yeah. like, oh, look at him. And they lose like four straight. Then when they get the hype, college game that he was trying to get there, they lose that next week. Like when they have the hype a little bit and they talk about it, he fails. But when their one's talking about him, he wins these games. Like no one really, they thought Wisconsin was going to go. He can coach them up. Yeah. Right. No one's really talking about them in this game. So that's why I like Minnesota. If they were like, you know, a chance to go to a bigger bowl game, I would bet against them. But yeah. that's that's such a PJ flex. And thing. it's a Tuesday night eight fifteen game that no one wants to watch. I mean, let's yep. be honest. Like, how did they? This is what was mind boggling to me. <laughs> I looked at the time because they, they and put, I, I thought it, I had to make sure my phone wasn't on like East Coast time. It was like eight fifteen, which is ridiculous because they have UCLA, NC State playing at six o'clock our time, which is five o'clock local in, in California. But they put ours at eight fifteen local time. What is going on? Like, there's going to be 18 fans there, and we're going to be two of them. Can I ask a question? Sure. Where's the next game at? SMU UVA. Oh, the the Wasabi Fenway Bowl? Yeah. That's in Boston. So what we could do is 
We'll go, and that's at 9 a.m. our time, 11 a.m. Eastern. We go and then take a red eye straight to Fenway Park. No, um, now that I realize the time of this game, we, I'm just at, confused. At SMU, so is Wasabi sponsoring the Fenway Bowl, or what is also is like Wasabi why, a why brand? isn't what, why is what Wasabi is going in Boston spot like that? I can think of a hundred things to list the Boston cream pie, the <laughs> what the Boston tea party, this guy is the bo- no, but the wait, Dunkin' Donuts, is Wasabi bowl. a company or is it like a product? I don't know. I've ne- I think it's both. Stack guy, <laughs> is Wasabi a product? <laughs> but like Wasabi Fenway Bowl, like what if it's some just? Which, but this is what I will say. And in, in getting into that game, it's SMU Virginia. Uh, it's Virginia minus one and a half. Virginia's head coach stepped down. Um, guys are entering the portal. They're guys are entering the portal. the portal. They're not SMU. They're number one and number three wide receivers are sitting out waiting for the draft, which I think is idiotic because I don't think they're that great. But I want to see Mordecai throw balls against the the green wall. I want to see Monster. a ton of points. I don't know what the weather's going to be like because Boston at the end of December is sketchy. And the over-under set at 71. If you are just a gambling man. It's the highest over. The highest over. I would just take the under just because of the, the weather. So, so, Oh, we got it? Oh, So Wasabi is a tech company. What? Cloud storage. No way. It's not even Wasabi. Nope. That's out that is false advertisement. I mean, what are we world's data by making data storage simple, affordable, fast, and secure? What are we doing? Wasabi, here? please send us a check for that promotion. That'd be like me saying, like burrito, <laughs> what's that? Oh, uh, a car company. Like, no, what it's is <laughs> what, what is going? We're just running out of names. Um, anyways, I will say this bef- the o- the highest over we've done this. I told you yeah, it's literally three and nine or it's three and ten now this year because of the, the championship game. This is the highest over. I've been going under on all these. I'm gonna take the under. Also, it's eleven AM game on the East Coast. In oh, wow. Boston, cold weather. It's not gonna it, it could be the and if it it's could nice, be terrible it'd be forty five it could be forty five yeah. in, in cold. Right? But you're having be, a team coming from Dallas, which yeah. yeah, Dallas does get cold, but I just I do think SMU wins this game, but I also think the under hits and I'm feel more confident on the under there. Uh, but heading to the another baseball stadium, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. We get ACC Big Ten matchup. Maryland, Virginia Tech. Maryland is somehow favored by one and a half points here. Maryland hasn't beat a team with a pulse all year. The first game they beat West Virginia. That's the best team. They that's the best team. That's the only beat. team they beat. Actually, they beat Kent State. They beat two teams that went to the Bulls. It was West Virginia, who went six and six. Kent State went seven and five. Their and, last win was against Indiana and Rutgers, and they're like two and four in their last six. They're not a good football team. And there's something about Virginia Tech that just they always win seven, eight games. And when they are six and six, they win their bowl game. And when they're 10 and two and they're playing a big bowl game, they'll just lose. This is a game, this is a bowl game where Virginia Tech wins. That's my thought. Nice. Like it's just no, I I I agree. This is, I don't, this is an I this is no stats. So this is an I thing. Yeah, I I've just, watched this story a hundred times. Yeah, I just in I'm just so confused. How Maryland's favored here because I just don't see how they can be the better team here. But yeah, I'm on it too. Um uh, I got something for uh, the next game. So we got ourselves uh we got ourselves the cheese it bull. Love me some Cheez-Its. Cheez-It Bowl. We got Clemson. Iowa State. Camping Iowa State. World Stadium. Stadium. Iowa State. Minus one and a half. Over under 45 and a half. Give me Clemson in the over. I also like Clemson. And it's not because I think they're a better football team or they haven't really played well all year. I do one. But this is the bowl game of disappointing seasons. 
Yeah. Iowa State came in. A lot in, of letdown on both. A lot teams. of letdown on both. But here's what it Dabo is a spin zone coach. You see him like saying, like, oh, we've played good teams, or like he's spin zone, like his losses. He's excited to win by three to like, you know, teams that he should be winning by 34. They win this game just because the football gods will let him win the game. And he can have a 10-win season. He can say, hey, we won 10 games for the third, 13th year in a row. Look at 10 games. Oh, 10 games is a failed season? Like, wow, you guys really got to set your standards up high. We guess we've come a long way from, you know, 10, 15 years ago when 10 wins would be like a plus. Like, he's going to use that 10 wins, the spin zone. I guarantee it. Be like, hey, not successful season. He's like, hey, we just beat a good Iowa State team. We won 10 games. And you guys think it's a bad season? Wow. He's going to, like, get mad at people. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, Coach K. Like, he does that a lot. Spin, he'll spin zone this. And it's the only reason he he's coaching them up. He's going to convince them that, hey, 10 wins. This is a great accomplishment, even though they've kind of let him down. They also have a young, a lot of young guys. So this is They've also think- been playing a lot better. They've scored 30 points each, at yeah. least 30 points in the last five games. They're putting up points. No offensive coordinator, no defensive coordinator. They left for the Virginia and the Oklahoma job. I think the over 45 and a half hits easy. I think they'll put up points. I think they'll give up points because I do think there will be Clemson guys who don't play this game because they're actually have good yep. players. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised the totals set this low, but I like it. Yep. Heading to an interesting game. Interesting game where I have no idea. You We're can give me the Valero scenarios. Alamo Bowl where they are flying. Both teams are flying there with zero coaches. Zero coaches. Oh, Oregon versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma minus four and a half. Over under 61 and a half. I'm going to say this. I don't have... You could tell me a hundred scenarios and I could believe every single one of them. One team wins by a hundred. Close game. No one knows how to score. A thousand interceptions. Both teams look like crap. Both teams score a hundred. I don't know I'm this taking, game I, at all. I think the safe bet here is Oklahoma minus four and a half, assuming Caleb Williams doesn't transfer. I don't think he will. I think Oklahoma wins this game easy. Oregon's defensive guys are already opting for the draft. Anthony Brown looks terrible. Anthony Brown literally couldn't start over me on my Saturday morning flag football team. Um, I I think Oklahoma wins this game pretty easily, to be honest with you. Would it surprise me if Oklahoma just struggled again offensively still and and their defense wasn't that good? It would be. I mean, it wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Um, I have zero feel in this game. It's in a dome. Say what you want about that. But I just don't. I don't have a feel. It's it's too bad because it would be really interesting to see an, an Oregon Oklahoma with like coaching staff and like playing for like pride. At and, the beginning of the year, if I told you Oklahoma and Oregon were playing in a bowl game, you would think it's one the semifinals or both teams just missed out and are playing in like a New Year's Six bowl. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's gonna be interesting. Um, that game played on the uh, 29th of December. It's the evening game. Gonna be a good one. Um, heading though to. Duke's Mayo Bowl. We get a battle of the Carolinas. It's going to be interesting. We got North Carolina, South South Carolina held in Charlotte. Like, this is exciting. Like, I think this is awesome. Great. Uh, South Carolina's plus seven, over under 57 and a half. Uh, Reports are Sam Howell is playing. Again, another quarterback that said they are playing, I think, based on draft stock. He's going to try to boost it up. I said, uh, give me the over. I think the over is. All right. I want to say this. This is why we talk about the Heisman. Like, how is like Bailey Zappi not playing? Like, in consideration, not talking about. It's basically just given to the best quarterback on the best with the team with the best record if he puts up decent stats. This year, no one's taking it. Sam, Howell, you take Sam Howell off UNC, they win two games. Yeah, no, like, he is. He I carried th- them. I think there's a difference between. I think the NBA does it most valuable player to the team or like 
they just give it to the best player, like these yeah. awards. If you're doing technically a most valuable player to his team, yeah. it's Matt Corral or Sam Howell. They, if you take them off the team, those teams, those guys win two games. Yeah. Those guys carried. I agree. These no, teams. I completely agree. Um, but no, I, I like it. I haven't, I don't really have a feel for the minus seven plus seven there. I like the over. It's going to be going to be interesting, but I think it's going to be exciting because I do think both fan base will show up the game being in Charlotte. It's close. Yeah, it's close. It, it's going to be cool. Um, also, shout out to Beamer, the uh, coach Beamer's younger son. Yeah. Coach, he, I thought they, they were over under win total was like four. And they were facing like tough yeah. quarterback problems all yeah. year, but they had to start a gratis assistant at quarterback and they won it. six games. Great like, good for, for him. Great for football. All right. We are heading to the trans perfect music city bowl in Nashville, Tennessee. We got ourselves the Tennessee volunteers, essentially a home game against the Purdue boiler makers. The line is Tennessee minus four over under 63. Who do you got? I'll say this. I'm actually lines at three and a half as of right now, over under 62 and a half. I am actually excited for this game. This is actually, I think, a fun game to watch. I'm a big hypo guy. I think Tennessee fans weren't expecting to be, you know, at least this good or exciting early on. This opened up as Purdue favored by two and a half. Now it's Tennessee favored by three and a half. So it got me a little weird. I was like trying to figure out why I couldn't really find. Um, but is this the biggest over no brainer? Yeah, I mean, I'm pounding the over yeah, here. Okay. Uh, well, I know the I know one of the Purdue quarterbacks the is under? transferred. Which one? The quarterback for Purdue? Yeah. Well, they have like two or three, but like O'Donnell or something. Oh, or Burley. Or was it Plummer? Oh, one Plummer. of them transferred. Okay. But they, they, they were they playing three all quarterbacks, year. Yeah. so. Um, Tennessee plays. All right. Big time. All right. So. And David Bell. I I love the over Purdue here. is going to throw the ball a thousand times. If, unless it's that other. I think it's Burton's the one that runs a lot. Austin Burton. But they're going to throw the ball a thousand times. Tennessee is a up tempo offense, but they run and pass very like equally. They're just they'll, they'll take what you give them. Um, but they play so fast. They are uh, I'll say this: Purdue is ranked seventy fourth in scoring, which is surprising you think. But they're fifty one in total offense, which they're just not converting points. And these defenses aren't that great. So I'm all over the over in this game. Yeah, if I, I had to pick, over. I would say Tennessee. But I'm going over, 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 over. And it gets me scared that I thought, saw this and said, oh, it should be thinking like 69, 70. And that's what kind of gets me nervous, but over. No, I, I, I agree there. I also, I do like Tennessee minus four. I just think their offense puts up so many points. They move so fast. I like the over there too. I'm shocked at how low it is. It'd be interesting to see what the over-unders have been for Tennessee this year. And I would probably say this is one of the lower ones in the last, you know, couple games. So, be interesting there, but uh, heading heading to the uh, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, we got Pitt ACC champions facing Michigan State. Michigan State favored by one over under set at sixty. Man, I I see this and I am just like salivating because I think Pitt wins by three scores. You have now that Pitt lost their offensive coordinator to Nebraska. Let's go. Kenny Pickett Kenny, transfer rumor starting here. Well, he's like a seventh year seed. He doesn't matter. He doesn't have a year. We'll give him an extra year. He might I'll, be the he might be the first overall pick, but he's got to play well. Second, Michigan State has arguably the worst secondary in the entire country. They, no, no, not arguably. Statistically, they are the worst. Pitt, Pitt is Pitt's going to do what Ohio State did to him. Yeah, Pitt is. They also have good wide receiving core. It's yeah, not as good as Ohio State. One of them's going for like the Blitikoff. Yeah, yeah. so. He, 
they're not as like they're they don't have a trio like that, but they're good. Kenny Pickett's good. Um, they're very they're playing unbelievable this year. Michigan State's strength is their running. Well, Pitt's one strength on defense, they're only giving up 91 rushing yards a game. Here's the thing though. How many are is Pitt just up a lot and teams are throwing on them? Are they like I didn't really do a ton of research on pass? Like but, I think it's just the ACC. Yeah, and the and, but only 91 yards rushing is not, and that's what Michigan State. Their defense wants is to pretty do. good. Yeah. So I mean they, they went eleven and two. So they they are very good. I like Pitt in this. I think Michigan State just, you know, maybe I just think they won a lot of close games. They they easily could be eight and four this year, where Pitt is actually like kind of won a lot of games and they could have easily been undefeated. Yeah. If it wasn't for like I think one bad half, you know. So No, I agree. Uh, I think Pitt wins this easy. Honestly, watch the videos, get a lot of free bets and pound Pitt here. I think it's gonna be a landslide. Um, and they're playing in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So it's going to be indoors. Like, obviously, that favors Kenny Pickett. Now, granted, let's say something happens. Kenny Pickett decides, like, I'm going to sit out. Who knows? If he decides to do that, obviously, like, abort mission. But I love I love Pitt here, plus one. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to put much more into it than that. Pitt loses a close game to Western Michigan early in the year. Yeah. And then they lose to Miami by four. On They should have won that game. They, I mean, they easily could be maybe playing for it, but I just, I like Pitt. No, nah, I agree. Uh, but hey, we're heading to an exciting game. We're heading to the, uh, we're into the Valley, not, not the Valley here, but we're heading up, up North. We're going to the City? gambler's heaven city. But it's going to be interesting. We got, uh, we got a, ourselves the, uh, last time I was there, I lost $1,500 gambling, but you had a great time with great friends. Great time with great friends. Celebrating a great man. Above average man. 7.8 7. out of 10, man. I'll take that. That's a C plus, <laughs> baby. Not we're not talking about you, right? Someone else. Oh, no, we're talking about me. Uh, <laughs> we're heading to the uh, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl being played in Allegiant Stadium. We got Wisconsin. We got Arizona State. We got Wisconsin favored by seven and actually by seven points. Over under set at 42 and a half. Arizona State is without their top two running backs. That's fine. I will say this. These, from the media perspective, these two teams had let down seasons. Big time. I'll give you Wisconsin let down season. I mean, this people that think just because Herm Edwards came and he had a couple good like seasons trying to get that he was just going to somehow put together a 10 and two team, 11 and one team. Isn't that's Arizona State. in all sports. That's Arizona state. That's Arizona. They, they get up to a point and then they lose when you think they should win. Then they end up being like an above average team. And that's what they are. They're above average team. Wisconsin is a team where, they lost those games early on. They played like crap. And then they slowly for like six games just dominated teams. Dominated. And then they have a chance to go to the Big Ten championship game and they lose to Minnesota. So that's this thing. When you like start giving Wisconsin some hype, they crumble. No one's talking about them because no one cares about this game. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. My, I, I agree. I close my eyes. I don't see Arizona State being able to move the ball against this defense. I don't see them being able to stop. Is that freshman running back playing? For Wisconsin, he was hurt. No idea. Um, but he's dominating. I look this game 23-7 Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I I don't think the over hits. Actually, I don't know if the over hits. Uh, and that's very low over at 42 and a half. But I love Wisconsin minus seven here. I just don't think ASU does much. Why is ASU's running backs not playing? I don't know. Like, are they, is, is it Kenneth Walker, a third play no, on their team? Like, what sure. is going on? Not sure. Um, but I like Wisconsin here. Playing in Allegiant Stadium. 8.30 p.m. ESPN game. Our time, so 7.30 Las Vegas time. Yeah. We might, maybe we make that trip down there. Is it 7.30 What if we go to the game, then come back for the 
New Year's Eve. Just saying. Possible. All right. Next. Hedden, we are now on to New Year's Eve games. We have ourselves Wake Forest, Texas A&M, and the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Texas A&M minus seven over under set at 60. Uh, I don't know. I, I was so high on Wake Forest, and I, I think I see a trend here when they play a good defense. Sam Hartman just throws a ton of picks. I feel so bad for Sam Hartman because I'm a big Sam. I love Sam I love Hartman. Sam Hartman. He's the best. Shout out QB1. Yep. And like the nicest guy in QB1. Yeah. Like he yeah. was like a good team guy. I have no AM's feel. AM's defense is very good. Wake's offense obviously is, is pretty good, but I don't know how he rebounds after. He looked like he was having a meltdown on that side. Like meltdown. Melt, and I just have it in my brain. I don't know if he can come back from that. It just gets Against a good defense. Yeah, a good defense. That's where I'm concerned at. I mean, and their defense sucks. Their defense is terrible. I mean, if 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 AM's running backs are going to play, they're going to get nine yards of carry. Yeah, that's the, I think it's going to come down. If Spiller plays, uh, Spiller will run for 250 yards. It might look like CJ Spiller. Yeah. Like he might just. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a feel on this one on either just because it's like a tough because like I want Sam Hartman to do well. But Sam Hartman, I did see he threw like 15 picks this year, 14 picks. That's a lot of interceptions. I'd be curious to know how many per pass attempt, though. Yeah. If someone well, it doesn't matter. Pass, Still, if yeah. you're having one one a game, averaging one a game. But if he's throwing 50 passes a game and someone else is throwing 20. And yeah, but it, but I'm just it saying, comes just, down to the game, not yeah. the... No, no, I, yeah. I'd be curious to know. Um, well, next, actually, I mean, I could do the stat for you. He had 469 pass attempts. I just want to see compared to like a, a quarterback that's getting, like, yeah, you normal. know, throws him. That's yeah. all. So no, no feel there. But uh, then we're hitting to Tony the Tiger, Sun Bowl, El Paso, Texas, Washington State, Miami, Minus two and a half for Miami. Over under set at fifty nine and a half. Bowls are in the worst places. Yeah, I mean, imagine, hey guys, we're going to my uh, the the Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes Bowl, and uh, it's, that's where you spend New Year's Eve. El Paso, Texas. Oh man, my wife was in El Paso, Texas for like three months. Place stinks. I went there for a weekend for a basketball tournament. It was not fun. It's not great, but yeah. Anyways, this will be an interesting game. It's always a ACC Pac twelve. <sighs> It's tough. I think I think Van Dyke, the quarterback that uh, took over for Miami, has done a really great job this year. Um, in my opinion, obviously that we talked about, it, he beat Pitt. Um, I like Miami here. I mean, gosh, imagine telling your Miami players like, "Hey guys, you can't spend New Year's in Miami. You're spending in El Paso." Miami Beach is fun too. So South Beach fun. is so fun during New Year's. I remember when I was saying like, you know, those games I don't like. I look at, I just like, I don't have a field. Then you start doing some research on this. Once I started looking at this game, it's it's Miami just hired Crystal Ball. I think I I honestly think he's going to like if there's any player from Miami within a hundred miles of that, he's gonna be like, yo, come on sideline hands. Like he's gonna bring that like Miami guys in the sideline back, the whole energy back. I think I can see that. I just Washington State doesn't even have like their coaching staff, so like obviously still gone. They just it, it's just a it, it, it's messed up there. And I just don't know which Washington State team's gonna show up, but I just like Miami, like you said, Van Dyke's been playing much better. Um they actually obviously a lot better with him than than King. So I really like Miami. I think it's a little I know they got rid of um kind of kind of messed up how they got rid of Manny. Yeah. Diaz kind of messed up how they were. He, like, he handled acting. it really well though. Yeah, he did. And I I think I think he's Manny is actually still a good coach. I just I just think it's so messed up that they were actively like searching. If, if Chris without, Ball says no, do they keep Manny Diaz? Yeah, 100%. And if I'm Manny Diaz, I'm like, no, that's messed up. You yeah, know, like I'd ask for an extension. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like Miami here. I don't really have a feel on the over under, but heading down south here, about a hundred miles, we got the uh, the first ever 
Barstool Bowl in Tucson, Arizona, playing at Arizona Stadium. Central Michigan, Boise State, Boise State minus eight, over under set at 55. I this is a tough game for me. Um, I always just think about like Boise State being a really good team. And like this year they had like flash signs of greatness. They beat BYU. They play fast, but then they only score like 17 points. It makes no sense. And then but then part of me is like, oh, like Central Michigan's excited to be there. But then like the Barcel guys are like it's like a new they're they're trying to evolve the whole bowl week. So I just have zero clue. I think both teams are pumped to play though. If you could tell me uh Tucson, El Paso, there's no great places that play a bowl game, but then it's the Barstool Bowl, the whole thing behind yeah. it. The Barstool's trying to do some di- I I just wrote this. Obviously, I'm in Boston, been following Barstool since like 2009. If you don't think I'm not even going to pick a team. If you don't think I'm betting the over in a bar stool bowl, oh, yeah. you're out of your mind. It, it, it's the over, it's and that's be the only play. For it too. They, they they're going to be they're doing a call. They're probably betting the over. They're, there's no way Cats is betting the under, so they're going to be rooting for it. They're probably going to make up some things where like yeah, like oh automatic. You, you, you have held to onside kicks. You have to do onside kicks yeah. every play and no punting. Like they could use like as like a fun little thing. Like yeah, I, I think the over hits. I have zero feel on the minus eight or not. I mean. Part of me says like Boise State's a better team, better recruits. Yeah. They'll they'll handle them, but it's also bull. I I just think the bet there is just just to take the over. But yep. I know it's a, a New Year's Eve games. We have the the playoffs, but we're going to push that. We're going to go to the the New Year's Day games, starting with the Outback Bowl, ten a.m. local, twelve Eastern. Uh, we have Penn State, Arkansas playing down in Tampa, uh, Raymond James Stadium. Penn State minus two over under set at forty six and a half. I have zero feel for this game. I look at this I, game. I, I have such a zero feel for this game. I just move to the next game because I just said, I'm like, I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll just do some things here. I still think Penn State's a pretty good football team. Their losses are Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, and then the one bad loss to Illinois, right? Look ahead spot. But four of those teams are in the top 20. Arkansas obviously plays in the SEC. Um, obviously tough games. I just, I, Penn State beat Auburn. I, uh, you know, they beat the one team that they played outside of like their conference that didn't give them trouble. So I, I'm actually leaning towards Penn State in this based off those like losses, Iowa, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. Um, and, and I mean, they had a chance to beat Michigan. Michigan had to make a drive late in that game. Um, I like, I agree with you. I like Penn State. The only way I will not take Penn State and I would just not touch this game is if Jahan Dotson does it out, which he there there would be reason for him not to. I mean, he had a great year. He really doesn't need to prove anything more. Like, there's nothing more that they're like, yeah, we really need to see this guy play. Yeah, right. They, they lost the Michigan State by three, Michigan by four, Ohio State by nine, Iowa by three. Like, the, I mean, they're losing. They're losing yeah, close no, games. Yeah. I, to me, it's going to come down if Jahan Dotson plays wide receiver for Penn State. He's a first rounder. Um, other than that, that's about all I got for it. And but Arkansas lost to Auburn. I know you can't just play like, oh, they played yeah. them, they played them. It's tough. But like Arkansas, no asking is Missouri, LSU, they've been bad. I, I just I just think they started out the year really strong yeah. and they've definitely faded late. Um, but we're heading to the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl here uh, out in Glendale, Arizona. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus two and a half, over under set at 45 and a half. I think this is such an intriguing game. Um, obviously, Freeman is the new head coach for for Notre Dame, the defensive coordinator, and Oklahoma State. I mean, they're a good team. They they barely, you know, lose the the Big Twelve championship. Uh, it's it's just a tough game. 
I, I, the over under set of 45 and a half. I like the under in this game. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I Here's just don't what I say. I like Notre Dame in this spot. Few reasons. One, the players love Freeman. Love Freeman. Love Freeman. They also love Tommy Reese. Love Tommy Reese. They love their coordinators. And they're both, and I think it's going to be more of a Freeman's going to be like, hey, I'm the head coach, but like, Tommy, you do what you want on offense. Yeah. I got the defense. The players are happy. Uh, they're actually, Tommy obviously played one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks in, in Notre Dame history. I think he's more appreciated now that he left that you realize, but guys love him. He's staying. He's like, I ain't going. They All these Twitter things out there like, hey, I'm staying like all pro Notre Dame. They want to like grow this. So I think the players are pumped for this game and they want to win the first game for them. I can see that happening. Oklahoma State lost a heartbreaker, heartbreaker. and a chance. And that they played terrible too. They played terrible, had a chance to win. And I truly believe if they win that game, even like win it handily, they might jump Cincinnati and go yeah. to the championship. So they had that taken from them. I think, I know they. Gosh, I like, because of what you're saying, I like Oklahoma State here. I, I, I'm, I'm on Notre Dame in this. I just don't see Gundy and that team like bouncing back. I, and I also can't bet on Spencer Sanders anymore. I am done with that guy. Yeah. He has some of the two of the most yeah, horrific terrible. interceptions I've they ever seen. And they, they should have won that game easily, too. They, he just played terrible. Um, we're heading over to the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Iowa, Kentucky. Kentucky minus two and a half. Bet your life on Kentucky. All right. On three, you say you're, if you had to bet one side over under... Your life depending on it. What are you going to bet on three? So as you can say, Kentucky, Iowa, over, under. Okay. Ready? One, One two, two, three, three Kentucky. Under. Oh, I thought we were going to be the same. No. Damn. No, I- Iowa are frauds. I repeat. I repeat. Iowa are frauds. They don't have Goodson. He announced today he is not playing in the bowl game. That means that that's 99% of their offensive production. They are terrible. You know what? I have friends that are Iowa fans. You know it. You know that Iowa doesn't have a chance in this game. We said this from the beginning. They stink. They were the worst number two. Now, they earned it because of who they played, but they were not going to end up a top 10 team. We knew it. We saw from the beginning. They hadn't played anyone. Their offense is so bad to watch. They barely... Honestly, lock it in now. Go to the app when you hear this, and whatever the line is, it's probably going to be by then because this is going to get out. They're going to sense the public is fuming that Kentucky's only favored by two and a half and just put it all... Put all, right. all your free bets on Kentucky. I'm going. I'm going under. And the under. The, these teams are just going to run the ball seventeen thousand times. It like you, you said it's going to be an NFL game. You said a per, it's going to be an NFL game. So the clock's just going to run the entire time. The whole time they're going to run their they're going to run their spider two wide banana play. Their play action fullback into the flats. Uh, two people running crossing routes at two yards. And that it, it, it's. It's going to uh, be a miserable just, game. I couldn't think of anything less I'd rather watch. Yeah, and I'm not going to watch teams. it because yep. there's plenty of better games to watch. All right. Next um, we're heading to the granddaddy of them all. Heading to Pasadena, California. We got the Rose Bowl. This is honestly one of the most intriguing games, and this is why I wish it was a 12-game playoff because we have Utah, Ohio State, Ohio State minus 6.5, over-under set at 66.5, and, and Utah is playing unbelievable since they started 1-2. and two. I'm What going- do we got? So this is this is what I'm gonna say. Um, my bet predicates on what Ohio State team shows up, and I don't mean I don't mean what all oh, the good the bad. I mean what players they have a lot of NFL talent at wide receiver, some defensive. If they just opt out, I don't know if I can take Ohio State in this game. 
Now, Ohio State lost to Michigan. Is that a bad taste in their mouth? I don't know if Utah's seen an offense like this, though, um, before. Yeah. I don't think Utah's as good. At, I don't think they're even close to as good as Michigan. I think Michigan would wipe them. So I like that, a neutral site, Ohio State, the Rose Bowl. I will say this. My favorite moment in college, in, in college football, watching the bowl games, is, and the reason why the, the playoffs kind of ruined it a little bit, was nothing's better than that 520, 540, um, sunset and and you have like the, 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 the camera come over and then yeah. you just hear and the granddaddy of oh, them it's, all it's Look at, and it's in the, in two years ago when they had Oregon and who, who is Oregon playing? Like, I forget what it was, but the green was it Ohio state. Yeah. Green. It was Ohio state. It was like those colors just yeah, look so cool together. Yeah. It was, it's I, the best. I, I, uh, I think it's gonna be a great game. It does depend who plays. I don't. I think Ohio State's just pissed, but then it, it does come down to like, do their wide receivers play? I mean, they have two first rounders on their like, they don't need to play, but it's gonna come down to that. Um, it'll be interesting to see, and, and I think that's just gonna be more of a game time decision. See here, here what's going on the week of, uh, but we're heading to the to the last game of the New Year's Day slate. We have the Allstate Sugar Bowl. Baylor, Big 12 champions. Ole Miss getting in the at, the at large there. Baylor minus one and a half. Oh, it's a pick them right now. Oh, pick them. Yeah. It's a pick them. It's going to be interesting. Over uh, under 54 and a half. Over, yeah. That's, I, it's, I think Matt Corral getting a month off is going to help him get healthy. Assuming he plays, I like Ole Miss here. I just, assuming he plays. I love Ole Miss. Baylor, I'm not so sold on their offense. Their defense is actually very good. Very good. Um, it's it's strengths against strengths. A weak your weak offense versus a weak defense. Good offense against a, very, a good defense. I like Matt Corral. I think he's awesome. I think again he's one of the MVPs. You so call it carrying his team. The only thing I bet I've been Mississippi State has won me some money. I think I'm probably like four and two betting them this year. So I have, but it should be six and zero oh if Lane Kiffin doesn't he he literally will go for it on his own like four yard line. But <laughs> then but he, then when they're he, winning yeah, by like ten and he has a chance to. He, he has a chance to run it up to 17. He just runs the ball and like plays not to loot. It's the weirdest way how he coaches. He like, oh, he's I played a win inside his own red zone. But when he's inside like theirs, he like fourth and five, he'll like do a run. It just makes his play calling so weird. So, so that's what gets me nervous. But I like Ole Miss. I, yeah. And I'm, I'm a Matt Corral guy. I love him. I, I, I think, him. yeah, I think he'll be great. Uh, I'm on Ole Miss as well. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, this game is on January 4th. We have ourselves the Tax Act. Texas Bowl, LSU, Kansas State, Kansas State minus one over under set at 47. With the Brian Kelly stuff going on, there's a lot of people transferring, entering the portal. They currently have one scholarship quarterback that's on roster that's not in the portal. And if he plays this game, he loses his red shirt this year. For that reason, give, I mean, I'm assuming Kansas State's playing with their guys. Kansas. Kansas State minus one. I mean, so what, Kansas why, State's why a even, team that not, always plays with because they're never in a big enough bowl. game. They never have superstar talent that they has play to hard. sit out. So they're always going to be there. I think this is a landslide. Also, like LSU, they had a D-backs coach that was there for like 15 years or whatever. That's like Coach uh, the Honey Badger, Patrick yeah. Peterson. He they, uh, Kelly just offered him like, oh, we'll retain you for 500K. Florida's like, we'll give you 900. He's like, if you match, he's the, Kelly was like, nope. So he left to Florida. So they don't have like any of their coaches. Their wide receiver coach yeah, they're who just, had all those guys. He just went to Nebraska. They got, Mickey they're Joseph. coaching with 12 grad assistants. And How, like, why a is this line coach. one? I've, that's what scares me. And LSU doesn't have Found to, it. like the Kansas state's a play here just based off that. Um, 
this is and also the Kendrick State running back that that shifty. He's very uh, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Vaughn. No, not Vaughn. Well, Vaughn has over twelve hundred yards. No, there's a guy that has. He's like catches out of the backfield. Um, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, no, I'm one with you on that. Yeah, uh, give me K State minus one. Now we're heading to the college football playoffs. We'll start with the one Alabama Crimson Tide, Cincinnati Bearcats. Bama pretty much minus two touchdowns. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn, you're right. Sorry, my bad. I didn't get Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. Um, Bama minus 13 and a half right now. Over under set at 58. <sighs> All right. I'm going to say this about this. This line's been out for over a week, a week now, and it hasn't moved. So that gives me nervous that all the like the sharp betters are all, betting Cincinnati. No, 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 no. Because it hasn't moved in either direction and the everything's kind of equal right now. It makes me think that sharps aren't putting their money on yet because they think that it's a 13, 14. They point. think that this is the right number. They think it's like a 13, 14 point game, right? So they don't know which side. And I think they're waiting to see, well, maybe people will hammer Bama late and it'll drop the number or yeah. drop it up to 15, 16. And then we can get Cincy at 13, you know, or, or at get, plus get 15, 16, some, yeah. right? Or I they like see Cincinnati, Cincinnati here. All right. So this is what I, I actually like the over though for my a bet. I like the over. I think the over hits. I think Bama's offense is good. And this, this is a classic is the Bama. We saw put it together anything. against the Georgia. Cause if that's the Bama that we saw against Georgia, they win this game 42 to seven in my head. If that's an outlier, Cincinnati's offense is better than Georgia. I, I just think that if I like envision the game and you say one, there's always a blowout in the semifinals. And I think this could be it. I think if I said, Hey, Bama wins 24, 20, could you believe that? You'd be like, man, I could see that Bama wins this. I can see that. And if I said Bama wins 42 to seven, you'd be like, yeah, I see that too. Like then I'd be like, okay, I think I'm leaning Bama. But again, I'm stuck between is the Bama that we're talking about the Bama versus Auburn, the Florida Bama, the good, or is it the one that played I'll call Georgia Nick real quick? What? Who's going to show up on the uh, <laughs> Mr. Saban? Which team showing up? No, but th that, but th that's the thing is th this is a common game where if if Bama wins forty two to seven, you'd be like, oh, it's Bama. They yeah. figured it out. Like, it wouldn't shock if you. it is close, you're like, no, because the Bama had an outlier one good game against Georgia. They were hyped up for it, and then this is a game where like that's actually who they are. They're more of a close team. Yeah. That's not I, really put up I, the numbers. Uh, I just I I'm feeling obviously, and I'm not going to even get close to putting a wager on this until it gets closer. I'm ten. If you gave me 14 points in Cincinnati, Cincinnati's played one good team this year. Not one, two good teams, but one really good team, Notre Dame, and they handled them. Just, that was also, a good defense. Good, I think Notre Dame's thing, defense is better than Bama's. No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk. I'm going to back up Cincinnati here, too. Their strength on defense is their cornerbacks. They can match up with uh, Alabama. Now, can anyone match up with And there's no Mechie. No Mechie's out. Can anyone really match up with that Williams guy? He's no. so fast. No. Um, who transferred from Ohio State. But uh, their corners actually do match up well. They have a good defense. Since he's not going, since he's not throwing the ball seven hundred times to like to stop the clock, they can run the ball a little bit, shorten the game up. I think a lot of people actually do like Cincy. I think since he's also playing for the power, the group of five, they're playing for they're, everyone. They're, they're playing the, for they're every the country on their back. They're for every person that wants the group of five for the next team to go twelve and zero. They're like, well, since he played almost he beat it. Bama, or, so since he beat Bama, so again, I'm not betting it now. That everything yeah. leads to Cincy for me. Yeah, but I don't know when it comes down. It's just like, should I bet against yeah. Bama? All yeah. right, going into the second, the second semifinal, uh, we got the uh, Capital One Orange Bowl, Georgia, Michigan, Georgia minus seven and a half, over under set at forty three and a half. 
I, I love Michigan here. I love Michigan. I'm going to tell you why, and then you can dispute it. I love Michigan. Michigan's 12 and one. Okay. Michigan handled Ohio state. Best team against the spread all year. They gate had a second half meltdown on the road in East Lansing. If this, if they don't have that meltdown and they're 13 and zero, they're the one, they're the number one clear cut and people. And, and, and even if they were playing Bama or Georgia, they would be favored in this game. So for those reasons, give me seven and a half points because I think their defense is good. And I don't think Georgia's offense is that good. I think in Georgia's offense, you know, being the number one seed, they'd probably play Cincinnati unless the committee did something different, like put Georgia. I don't know if they would necessarily be favored against Georgia if they were 13 and 0. They might not be favored, but it'd be like three. Yeah, it'd be three. So I, I get that. I just, I think the biggest advantage Michigan has is. Harbaugh is going up against Kirby Smart, and I I think they're both great coaches in in college. But it's not. I don't think anyone has an advantage in the coaching. I guess you'd call it. Yeah, so so I like agree. it's not like oh when we look back at Kirby Smart and Bam, we're like oh we bet on Kirby Smart to beat Nick Saban. When you say that out loud, it sounds dumb. Yeah, you know like this one you're the, like the, yeah, the, the, yeah it's like all right. Georgia looks so dominant against all these teams all year. And I'm still thinking that defense could hold Michigan to maybe 13 points. Can they score? Michigan's defense is very good. Very good. Aiden Hutchinson's an elite pass rusher. Uh, Heisman finalist. Um, everything says Michigan. They're rolling on offense the last few weeks. They are dominating. Yeah. And now, have they seen a defense like Georgia? No. But has Georgia really seen a defense like Michigan? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. So, in, in Michigan is going to run the ball, try to set a play action, with Haskins, they're going to play uh, the, the brand of football they've been playing all year. I think maybe, um, what do you call it? The only thing that gets me nervous is Georgia defense look bad against Bama, but Michigan doesn't run that type of offense. Yeah, I, so yeah. that's what scares me. And they don't have the athletes at wide receiver that they can't take a three yard slant around 90 yards. To the yeah. house, right. So that's the only thing I just, my worry with the Michigan is Georgia's up 10 nothing against Alabama. There's a third and three, and, and Williams takes it 75 yards to the house, and it open, changes the whole game. If they have to punt there, Georgia gets a, a three and out and goes. Like, I think yeah. if if it's 10 nothing Georgia, I don't see Michigan like being able to just throw the ball and get back into the game. That's what's the only thing that scares me about Michigan is they have to control the game if like they did against. But Ohio I think State. Georgia does too, because Georgia proved that they can't just throw their way back in the game either. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is really an intriguing matchup. And that's why I think it's going to be close. And I think both defenses keep it close where I think it shouldn't be more than a full score. You know, if you were to say, hey, this is a four and a half point game, I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, I have no idea who I'm going to take here. But when you're giving me a seven and a half points where I think the teams are comparable, that's, I mean. I'm going to see which way this line moves before I make a bet too. Yeah. Because if people are hammering Georgia gets to 10, I love Michigan at 10 points. Um, I just, I mean, I look at, I look at Michigan, they just put up 42, 42, 59. They beat Penn State, who's a good defense, 21 17. That offense is, I mean, they're off. And this is what's so interesting is, is Georgia's averaging 39 points a game and allowing nine. And every, no one thinks Georgia, oh, if you were like, yeah, 39, 39 and nine, their, their average win margin is 30 points, you'd be like, oh, that's, they're going to kill them. But then no one talks about Georgia's offense being that great. And then you're like, oh, Michigan. 
They're giving up 16 points and their average win margin is 21 points and they're putting up 38 points a game. You would never be like, oh, Michigan's putting up 38 Michigan points. Michigan reminds me of a team that if they win the national championship. You look back and be like, yeah, why didn't we think they could it win makes the sense. national championship? It makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I mean, you're, you're summing up Michigan. I'll, I'm going to wait till the line comes out, but uh, predictions for the games and national champion? Uh, Bama, Michigan. I think it's just going to be Bama, Georgia, Bama again. I, I, for as much as I think things. Are different. They're different. Not. They just, it's just like the football gods are just like, and the SEC just always finds yeah. a way to weasel There's like, a, there's like a, just a light shining down on yeah, the it, it, it is. I, I am rooting Cincy, Michigan. I would love for that. I, know I would love that. would be amazing. Or Michigan, Bama would be a great. Or even Georgia, Cincy. Like, yeah, like something different. Just different. Um, But it's, it, it, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I actually think that Georgia like rebounds and beats Bama again if they do a rematch. And I also think Bam, I think Georgia's prepping uh, JT Daniels for the next month. Yeah. I think it's going to be sets of bad. I think it's going to be JT Daniels. Yeah, I got I got Bama Michigan. I wouldn't be. I mean, obviously, would not be shocked if it's Bama Georgia again. I think it's a tall task for Cincinnati to to do that. Um, if Cincinnati wins that game, it's because it's like a 35, 34, 20 seconds to go, and they just scored, and they're like, let's go for two. Yeah, like oh, that, oh, if you're sensing you go you go down one, yeah, you go, you go for, for two. two. Yeah, and that's that's why how I think if if that goes, I hope both games are close because the last we've we've always had a blowout in the playoffs, and it's just like yeah, we've oh, always had stinks. a ball because there's the, the top two to three teams are just so much stance so much better, better than the yeah. fourth every year. So every people year. are like, oh, since you get it's a group of five, they're gonna get killed. Yeah, so did Oklahoma, so did Washington, yeah. so did Michigan State. Yeah, like every team's gotten blown out. So yeah, don't, don't so but, and then and then I mean obviously safe bet. Bama winning it all, but I just no, I like I like the odds on the other two. I like the odds on Georgia and Michigan. I, I like Michigan. Yeah. So hey, that's a that's a wrap on the so, on the you know the initial college football uh bowl show here in 2021. It's gonna be interesting. It starts here a week from a week from tonight. We're right now we're on uh, December December 10th. Yeah. And it starts uh December 17th with Bahamas Bowl. Follow along. Download the the Vookie app today. It gives you an, a, the ability to get some skin in the game, win some cool prizes here during the holiday season. But it also gives you the idea to just practice, practice betting, see what it means to give up six and a half points versus seven and a half points. Because, you know, we talk about it as experienced gamblers, but that's a huge difference when you're talking between a touchdown or more than a touchdown or less than a touchdown or a field goal or double digits. It really does. And we talk about lines moving so much. These lines we said today, if you checked in an hour, these lines all could be different by a half point, full point. So download the Vookie app, get some experience, play around with the app. You'll see us taking more as the games come along, more in-depth analysis on each game as well with what the current news is, who's in, who's out. Watch the ads, get some free bets and follow also, along. If you're obviously, if you're not 21, you can't gamble. Yeah. Why not? Why not go? And you, you see all your friends, you're in college, you're at ASU, U of A, you're at college watching these games. Your buddy is 21, is going to play some bets on, you know, wherever his private bookie. You can literally go make bets, see how good you are at gambling. Go to the bookie app. It's free. And then your friends are losing their money. Guess what? You're losing no money and you might win a $100 gift card to Lululemon. You might win a bunch of coffee for the week. If you're under 21, this is the best app out there. There's no risk. Spend 20 minutes watching a billion ads. Maybe you like something. Maybe one of the ads is like, oh, I actually could use this. Christmas time, the holidays. You, you're a college kid. You can't afford. You spent 20 bucks on Bush Light last week. You know, you, you can't afford to get someone for your parents. Well, all of a sudden you win a, 
a gift basket or something or uh, a backpack or an Apple watch on the Vookie app, that's a gift. That's a present to your, your sister, your mom, your dad, whoever. So it's, it's the best way, especially if you're under 21, gambling's illegal for you. This is free. There's no money needed. It's the best app to use. With that being said, thank you for listening to the first Taylor Fade podcast. Um, we're excited. We're going to be bringing more than just college football. It started out as a college football podcast, but we're excited to bring sports, news, betting related, whatever you listen, whatever you want. Make sure you eat, uh, send us messages, comment, send us DMs on everything. Um, Instagram. We have a YouTube page now. It's going to be the Vookie Sports Network, full videos of all these episodes. Go to the Vookie app, download it, follow us on Taylor Fade Pod on Instagram. And again, if you have lines, if you see something, share it with us. We'll give you our opinions. The best gamblers in the world win 55, 56% of their bets. So obviously that's that's you know not a little above 500. If you see a tip or you have something, share it with us. If you are in California and there's a big fire going on, there's smoke and it's hard to breathe. Let us know. We'll bet the under in that game. You know, that's a big, I, I, a guy called in a tip one time and said, it, we, no one can breathe for this Cal. It was like Cal versus like Oregon State. Yeah, Northern California. Bet the under, the under hit by like over 30 points. It was the best. But if you have tips or something, share it with us. We love to interact with fans. So, um, yeah. Hey, follow along. Not just college football, NBA, college basketball. Enjoy the holiday season. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week to go more in depth on the uh, upcoming weeks. Thank you. Thank you.